I'm sure a lot of you out there, when you, when things go really well, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. The devil, the evil, the demons, they feed off anxiety. And the anxiety is something that's been, it's a lie, which has been instilled into you from previous trauma. I'm, I'm human too. You know, I have rough weeks. I have rough emotional weeks. I have rough mental weeks. And uh, this was one of the deals with depression and anxiety and who has been in abusive relationships. They can recognize these things. You can see that in somebody else. Iron sharpens iron, but man sharpens man. Welcome to another episode of Men in Your Love uh, Life Unapologetically. Men in Your Love <laughs> Unapologetically Human. Uh, this is Brady. Um, I'm I'm taking over the intro this week because well, Dan's Dan's leaving. Um, you need some more practice. I, I need some practice. I do. <laughs> um, I'll be I'll be fine though. So this is yet again uh, another episode of Men in Your Life Unapologetically Human. If you can't tell, I'm Brady. And I'm Dan. And uh, yeah, so Dan, um, you're you're getting ready to getting ready to take off. Why don't you uh, why don't you let us know what's going on and how your how your week's been? Um, first off, that's probably like the greatest fucking intro ever. We so we were so confident about it. this. Oh, we yeah. were so confident about this in the beginning. Like, yeah, man, you got it. Welcome to Men in Your Love Life. Fuck. Okay. Well, it is what it is. Um, yes. Now we. So this is probably um, not probably. I mean, it's like a ninety percent chance that, well, maybe like ninety eight. Basically, um, this is probably my last episode for a handful of weeks because the due date is in um, was it twelve, five days. So. I won't. Do you have uh, an induction date at all? Nope. If it, it no, okay. No, um, what they'll end up doing is uh, when we go to the birthing center, they'll you know they'll do whatever they need to do, and they'll make an assessment of whether we can try to induce labor or um, they need to send her to the hospital. We'll send her. They'll send her to the hospital. So I mean, the goal is to do everything at the birthing center, but. Sometimes Absolutely. things don't go to, go to plan, but that it is what it is. But yeah, so I mean, what? we got we got five days. So I mean, you know, five days, five, five days, days. And this we we're not. Weird. I'm not doing. Listen, we're not doing anything today. Like I'm gonna break yeah. down some cardboard, and we're gonna relax. And Taylor's probably gonna take a bunch of naps, and I'll probably end up playing on the computer and we'll watch some movies and tomorrow is the Super Bowl. And I mean, we're doing nothing for that. Taylor's making queso, homemade queso dip, and I'm making, um, we're going to make either burgers or pizza. So. Yeah, I need to, I'm going over to, um, Afra, uh, the, uh, the woman that did, did my, that presided yeah. over the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, oh, we're going over to her house to, uh, and hang out with her family and, and some friends and stuff like that for the Super Bowl. And, she was like, "Yeah, bring an appetizer." And then I was like, "Okay, well, send me a list of what you're making." And she's making all the all the all the appetizers. <laughs> okay, like, so well, it's like, just an app party. Like, what, like, yeah, what? I'm like, what the hell do you want me to make? But I mean, she's making all your typical ones. <laughs> so like, chicken wings, dip, yes, stuff yes. like that. So what are you making? Bacon wrapped, something. Bacon, ooh, jalapeno poppers. Yes, bacon wrapped jalapenos. Oh, I'd kill those. Uh, I, I usually do. Well, no, she she calls it bacon. It's not really bacon. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, I thought about doing something with bacon that's real bacon for those people that like real bacon. Um, but I don't know. I've thought about like going all out and and making a bunch of egg rolls, but then I realized oh, I really yeah. don't. 
I really don't want to deal with all that <laughs> frying. So I was also thinking about doing like a, a peanut sauce with a, a shrimp spring roll. Like oh, those yeah. uncooked spring. Yeah, I was thinking oh, about yeah. doing that. But good. the whole thing is, is like having been a chef, I can do that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about really doing... Good. Yeah, I was thinking about seriously thinking about doing the spring rolls, like the shrimp spring rolls with the uh, with the peanut sauce. Mm. Um, mm, mm, yeah, mm, mm, mm. yeah. So, so when you get a house, uh, we're having a Super Bowl party at your house, right? You damn right. Oh yeah, Fuck come yeah. on over. Fuck Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be, and I'm gonna be cooking all morning, and we're gonna have the biggest fucking spread. Excuse me, I'm sorry, mom. Um, we're we're gonna have the biggest spread, and. Uh, we're, we'll invite the boys to come on over too. I mean, we'll we'll have we'll do it up, and then I can bring the baby. Oh, of course, you better. I guess she won't really be she won't really be the baby anymore, but she'll be a. Baby. Oh no! Are you kidding me? I got a three year old, and she's still my baby. Always, always, and forever, the baby. Yes, yes, you you damn right. No, and that and that will never change. That will never change, especially when you have a girl. You is she is always your baby. Like I will always, uh, and it's funny because we're starting to starting to try to try to potty train. Like she's interested now. Like she wasn't before, so we didn't push it. But she's interested now. And um, you know, before she was interested, you know, are you a big girl? Yeah, a big girl. And then you know, big girls use the potty. She's like, I'm not a big girl. <laughs> are you an adult yes i am adults pay bills mm, no i'm not an adult yeah i'm not an adult, I'm, not an adult. Um, I'm good with so, that but yeah man i'm excited for you we'll we'll talk a little bit about this some more on the tail end of this episode but oh, yeah. um but that's awesome uh did did you have a good week at least i mean i know you've 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 had a rough couple um yeah all in all i mean like the week was okay i had um our at work, a uh, boss man had to do like a last minute, like emergency trip to like Iowa, which was kind of, I mean, it was weird how that whole thing started. Basically what happened was somebody delivered a piece of equipment without communicating with anybody. And then it arrived without telling anybody. So then he had to get on a plane and fly to Iowa. But uh, yeah, I mean, the week went well. I mean, the week went smooth and um, um, you know, everything, everything at home has been good. And, We've, uh, we've, I, I feel like we've been catching up with everything when it comes to the baby. Like, um, we've got most, most of the stuff together in the nursery. We're still waiting on the stupid chair to get delivered that we've been waiting for for weeks. Um, and her parents were nice enough to order a dresser. So that'll be here, uh, between, actually, it was actually between yesterday and like the fifth or something like that, or not the fifth, uh, uh, the like 19th or something like that. So, I mean, it could be here like today or whatever. I mean, something, you know, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, other than that, my week was all right. Like I didn't really have any issues, but then that one little, that one little day where I was agitated about the micromanaging, but you know, work is work. Work is work. And that is, that is, um, that, I mean, that's just the truth. Man. I, uh, How sorry, I had to put, had to put Blippy on for the little, oh, yeah. um, I, you know, I had a good week. It was stressful. Um, I have, I have some staffing issues just like, you know, 80% of the companies in this country right now, but, um, I, quite frankly, I don't care about them because I need staff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no offense to them, but I, I don't care. I, I got, I got shit that I need to take care of. And, 
So I'm a little shorthanded, and then I had somebody go out sick, and then I've got people on vacation, and then I got people, you know, that this, that, and the other. So as a as a lead, um, I'm supposed to be available for routes if need be, but I'm not supposed to be on a route for a week straight. Well, that's what it's looking like, is I'll be on a on a week long route. Of course. Uh, my boss, my direct boss, was out of town for the for three days this week. Um, I, I'm 99% sure he doesn't listen, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you if if you're hiring a lead for a driving position, do not hire somebody that doesn't have a license. Um, that is not generally a good idea. Mm, my uh, company, our company does that all the time. Oh man, it drove, <laughs> drives me nuts. Cause and then on top of that, my the the operations manager, like I said, he's got he's got some family stuff he's dealing with, and so he wasn't there yesterday. I was on a route. My direct supervisor wasn't there yesterday, so I was the only one um, that was there for about, you know, 30 minutes before I had to run the route. And then when I got back from the route, everything, you know, I had to get caught up. So I'm looking at being about a week behind on my on my shit next week unless I can get back on because I'm also running a solo route on Monday and Wednesday um, because we just don't have the staff. Um, and these are two these are two person routes um, for a reason. But. Hey, you know what they say? Welcome to management. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. But in, in all honesty, and please don't get it twisted, I, you know, I love my job and I love the company I work for. I get paid reasonably well. Um, I don't uh, I don't really I don't have any issues with putting in the work because honestly, it's you know, it's worth it. And like I said, I, I love my job and that's that goes a long way. It does. And I love the people I work with, even even the people that make mistakes, because I make mistakes every day. Um, so it's, it's really not that proud, not that bad. And, you know, that, that being said, you know, this is, it, it's somewhat of a transition into really one of the things we talked about beforehand was, mm-hmm. you know, all week, you know, I'm people, are you okay? Well, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I mean, I'm stressed. I'm tired. I mean, I mean, I'm exhausted really. I'm stressed. I, I don't know, you know, my ass from a hole in the ground at the moment. And, you know, I've got all this shit that I need to get done. And, and I'm, and, you know, I'm, I'm running a route that, you know, somebody else usually runs and I'm running into, you know, issues that I didn't know. So now I've got to figure out a schedule to, you know, once every couple of weeks, go out on a route with it, with it, with a team and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is something I should be doing anyway, but it's just kind of, it's one of those things where, I do a lot and I know I do a lot, but you find out things that you could be doing more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but, but it's one of those things that, you know, people, people, you can see it when I'm stressed out, stressed out and stuff like that. I mean, like most people, but I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve a lot of the time. So, you know, Hey, how you doing Brady? I'm I'm fine. I mean, Mm -hmm. and that's become kind of a mantra for, especially for men. I mean, It really has, you know, that the I'm fine. And, and meanwhile, you know, you got those thought bubbles from cartoons, you know, that could pop up and you're like, I'm, I'm yeah. fine. I'm, I'm yeah. stressed. Yeah, it's I'm fine. And it's stress, anxiety, depression, yeah, exactly. whatever else, you know. And we and we suck it up and we move forward. We put our head down. And, and a lot of times we are fine. It's just in that moment. Yeah, we've got a little bit more stress on our plate. But we can. But, you know, we get so like I said, it becomes such a mantra for for men that you know even when we're really not fine like we really should probably maybe not necessarily seek help but you know we we need some of some of that pressure released um we will still look at somebody and say i'm fine yeah 
I mean, I, it's, mean, I think it's an you you I think it's a natural reaction because it's kind of just I, I hate the you know, generalize it, but sometimes it's just the makeup of people and who they are, you know, it's in, you know, some, you know, some men are better at at talking about things and, or some people in general are just talking better at talking about things, you know, not just men, but, you know, and some of us are just, uh, you know, that phrase, everyone's just kind of built different. Some people are just built differently where they can take a little bit more, but at some point that more stacks up too much and you're, you know, like a kettle pot, that thing's just going to blow. And, you know, you're right. I don't know how many times I've always used the phrase, yeah, I'm fine. You know, hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. You're like, I'm all right. You know, stuff. And then you're really not. You just, I don't think it's that you necessarily don't want to talk about it. Maybe you just don't have the energy to. That too. I mean, there's there's so many factors. I mean, you're also, I mean, and you brought it up a couple of weeks ago in, in one of our episodes is, you know, we don't want to be a burden. And that's, and, and you know, it's not, that's not just men, but I mean, it is I, I, I have no problem saying it. it is mostly men that, that think that way. It's, you know, we don't want to be a burden to somebody. You know, we don't want to dump our problems on somebody else. We can deal with right. ourselves, which, you know, okay. But also, and, and you said something just now that, that was, that really kind of made me think is, you know, a lot of people that have a problem, you know, don't, don't share how they're feeling easily. Well, a lot of people don't, you know, don't receive it very easily either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you also you I mean, you also have to be aware of the people you're trying to talk to and whether or not yeah. they're not even not even you know their mental state, but whether or not they're the type of people that really can receive stuff like that. Right. And when you if know, you don't have somebody around you that can receive those you know that dump that 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 pressure from 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 you, then you you I mean you're stuck holding it in. Right. I mean, think about how many times. Um, whether it's excuse me, <clears throat> whether it's uh, friends or uh, family or even you know people on social media, how many times somebody will say like, oh, if you ever need anything, you know, just let me know. Like if you ever want to talk, like let me know. But how often do those people actually mean what they're saying? You know, and it, it's you know a lot of people. I think sometimes they feel they do it because they feel like they should or they need to in that moment to try to let you know that somebody's there and like cares, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Like no one's going to say no to that. But I think on the flip side of that too, is a lot of people, you know, we talk the talk, but we need to also walk the walk. Like if you are offering that help and I agree, I get it. Not everybody can emotionally or mentally receive what you're willing to tell somebody. And that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but in some form, if you're going to, if you offer that in some form or some fashion, some way, you know, find a way, not necessarily find a way to be available for that person, but um, have somewhat of a conversation where you can sit on level ground and find something to talk about to help that person. Mm-hmm. Is that, if that makes yeah. sense. No, it does. And, you know, I, and I do have to say, I, I'm going to add to that because honestly, just recently, an old friend of mine, I've known him for shit, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, we don't talk much. I mean, he's, he's up in Alaska and, you know, he's got his own life and his own family. And, you know, he, he reached out after listening to our last episode and he was mm-hmm. like, you know, I am going through some shit. Can we talk? And, you know, I was like, yeah. And, and unfortunately, as much as I hate to say this, it just, with everything going on, I got busy and I hate saying that because that's such an excuse but sometimes it's real and sometimes it's true. And sometimes that's, that's just not something you could really avoid. It's not that I couldn't, that I, that I wasn't, 
making time to, to get on the phone with him. It was that I just didn't have the time. And that's not always going to be that way. But during these last couple of weeks, that's kind of been the way it's been. Right. But I think some of that, I think that that's also like a twofold situation too, because it's like, um, sometimes life does just happen and you put this kind of like, again, one of those like unfair expectations that we talked about, you know, episodes ago. Um, you, I think sometimes people that, that little expectation on, um, you always have to be readily available to talk. Right. And I think we, you know, there are situations sometimes where if something is bad enough, there are resources out there for you to be able to get a hold of somebody. And if you're just trying to reach out to a friend to talk, I think sometimes we also need to understand that um, <clears throat> we acknowledge, you know, I acknowledge that, or you acknowledge that, uh, you know, somebody's got something going on, like with your friend, you acknowledge that they got something going on. And it's not that, and it's not that you, don't want to talk to them about it. Maybe that's not the right way to put that, but it's kind of like that, uh, that acknowledgement of like, okay, you acknowledge that I got something to talk about. I acknowledge that you, you need to, that you were going to listen. So then now we will compromise or we will find time to talk about it. Like it may not be right at this moment. You know, and we say that all the time where, Hey, if you got something you guys want to talk to us about and you need to reach out, you know, go ahead and do it, but we may not um, respond right away, right? And I think it's just that acknowledge it in, or that acknowledging and that res- being respectful of the, of the situation that I think we probably need to normalize a little bit more, especially as adults, because everybody's got their own stuff going on, right? You got kids, you got a family. I, I have a family, I'm going to have kids. Everybody's got something going on. So it's not like you can always drop everything as bad as you want to, you can't just drop everything to help people all the time, even though we want to, right? Because we got other stuff going on. But I think, you know, like you said, you you acknowledge that with your friend to talk to them. And, you know, hopefully he understands the situation and acknowledges that you're, it's not like you have ignored him. You just guys need to just you find the time to just talk. It doesn't have to be right at the moment. It can be at the end of the week. How often do we, you know, vent couple times during the during the work day but then you know two days later we circle back to whatever we were just talking about the couple days before you know you know sometimes it's just about getting it out there and just saying it right and you know you brought something up where um people you said like we don't want to feel like we're burdens right and you know whenever you like talk to somebody or um you uh, you're talking to somebody you can tell that something's not right and they like they need to talk about something but they're always like no no don't worry about it i don't want to bother you with it and you finally get them to speak right and they kind of just like lay all this stuff out which is not an issue but it seems like every time they lay it out they follow it up with i'm word vomiting and why i apologize for that but see it's not really like word vomiting. If you want to call it vomiting, that's fine. However you want to call it, but you're doing that because you have stuff you need to talk about. That's the only reason why you think that. So you're just letting it all out. And there's nothing wrong with that because you clearly needed to get that shit out. Absolutely. And well done, by the way, I gave him the universal sign that my daughter, my daughter (laughs) needed to change up a diaper and he just kept going. So Dan, you are, you're, I'm going to miss you. I do what I can. Um, but no, it's, and you know, everything you said is exactly right. 
And, you know, and he does, like I said, we've known each other for a long time. We've gone through, I mean, we've been there for each other through, through quite a bit, this, this buddy of mine and I, and uh, he's, you know, he's been through a lot. Yes, I, I know. And, you know, he knows I'm not ignoring him. At least I hope he does. I mean, I'm 90% sure he, he knows. Yeah. And uh, it's just, you know, as, and, I've, and I've realized that as, as, as we've gotten older, as we've become, our lives have become more, uh, well, more, um, we have to consciously make time. When you're younger, I mean, good Lord, I, you know, I'd be up for 18, 19, 20 hours a day. And, you know, I, I was bouncing around friend to friend. And, hey, how you been? How you doing? I mean, I was able to, to juggle so much. And it, I don't think it's the fact that I, I don't think it's that I don't have the ability to juggle as much as I used to. It's just what I'm juggling is heavier. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it matters more. So it's it's not even the fact that that I don't, you know, and I'm not saying that his issues don't matter. What I what I'm saying is his issues, you know, I have things that I am obligated and I like to, don't get me wrong, but I am obligated to take care of. And that includes, you know, my family, me, work, you know, that kind of thing. So he and he does, too. So he, he so he understands. I have noticed that as I've gotten older, you know, it's like I've said, you know, my circle has gotten smaller, but that's, you know, but that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. And it's kind of yeah, the same absolutely. way, the same way as your concerns, same thing as your concerns and your worries is that that worry circle gets smaller right. and it's a little more intense. Sure. Because there are more, there are more concerns, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's different. I, I mean, I, and I know I'm babbling. I'm trying to make it clear. It's just, I don't, I can't think of the words to really put together to, to make it as clear as possible. I mean, I think I think we're I think we're all smart enough to figure out what's trying to be said because it's true. Like, I think, the, but the you know, you said we have to make people try to make time, or you got to make time, try to find time. Don't make excuses to put things off either. Like, sure. if you have five or ten minutes and you know that you have somebody that wants to talk to you about something, don't make the excuse to not talk to them. You know, like let's oh, let's find you. Like you said, let's find some time. But you know, I don't think it's just talking to people. Like I think in nature, we're really good at procrastinating, and that's just in general. Like we're really good at putting stuff off, and we're you know, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. I'll do it next week. But you know, at some point tomorrow and next week and yeah, you know, next year, next month, whatever. Some at some point, that's not going to happen anymore you know you're not going to be able to say i'm going to do it tomorrow because at some point tomorrow is not going to happen you know you're, you're going to want yeah. to and then you're going to come back to damn i wish i had spent a little more time and you're going to start beating yourself up about it and then you you mm -hmm. know just a big old circle but it's funny that it's it's actually kind of funny that you uh said that your friend reached out to you uh there's a a guy that i talked to who found us and he's one of our regular listeners now and um he, we, we check in on each other every now and then I check on him and, you know, he reaches out, but every now and then what he'll do is he's not really much of a small talker, but what he'll do is he'll speak in length about stuff and, and it works for him cause he works all the time. Right. But he was telling me, um, actually right before we sat down to record that a friend of his that he hasn't talked to in a little while reached out to him to tell him that he wasn't doing well. And, 
um, I guess he had been checking in on him. Like I've been reaching out to him and the guy basically just unloaded everything that was going on. Like his friend was unloading everything that went on and he wanted to tell me about it. And he was just like, you know, I was kind of, I'm going to kind of paraphrase because I don't want to talk about like what he was saying really. But, um, he basically at the bottom line, he was like, uh, he's like, I think we need to just normalize. Like, it's okay to show affection to like your brothers without it coming off as it's like stupid. He's like, I think when you hear somebody tell another man, like, Hey man, I love you. They automatically think of it in a different way. And he's like, it's not always like that. Like sometimes you just kind of need to hear it and it really makes everything just disappear. Like just knowing that people care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, when my, my buddy, my best man, uh, James, my best friend, Zeke, you know, I don't get off the phone with these guys without telling them that I love them. I don't because I do. And, you know, and, and any opportunity I have to tell you, I mean, I love you, man. I do. And that's no, and that's not a joke. And that's not, you know, there's no smart assery about it. It's, you know, and that goes a long way. Yeah. It really does. Because truthfully, when everybody romanticizes love, whether it be between two guys, two girls, man, woman, whatever. Um, but they, they romanticize love and love is just an, just another like feeling. It's an emotion, you know, and you can feel emotions for anybody. I mean, that's the whole thing. I, my, yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're like a brother to me. I love you. Everybody knows what that means. Right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> but there's yeah. no quantifier there, you know, and it's just, you know, my best friend, James, I mean, he, I love him. I do. He's been my best friend for over 20 years. My best friend, Zeke up in Alaska, we've been best friends since seventh grade. I'm, I'll be 41 in a month. <laughs> so I wow. love these guys. I do. Um, I mean, they're, and you're right. Your, your, your friend's right. We need to normalize, yeah. not, not just normalize, you know, I love you, man, but normalize being able to share our emotions with each other as men. Yeah. yeah. And, and you that's know, and kind some, of what we try to do in this, in this podcast. Right. And sometimes it's not, you don't, sometimes you don't have to even say anything. Sometimes it's just like, Hey man, you, uh, like Xbox and you're like, yeah, like that would be enough. You know, like you get in a party chat and you just play Xbox with each other, you know, or uh, you, you know, have your boys come over and you start like a bonfire and have a couple of drinks. Like, you know, sometimes you don't really need to like oh, say yeah. anything. You god, know what I, I miss, mean? I miss doing that. Oh my god, I'm dead. I that's I miss that shit too. And um, that's gonna be one of those things. Honestly, I get into a house. We're gonna even be doing that virtually because that's. I don't, I don't understand why we don't like we need to, cause I have a fire pit that I need to use more often. And I have a shit ton of wood that I fucking split and busting my ass to get all that wood. I need to fucking burn it. So we need to do that. That needs to be a thing, but, um, we should do know, that as one of our live episodes. Fireside. That would be badass. I like that. Not fucking put a pin in it. I like that shit. Um, but you, I mean, dude, you said it right. Cause there's different forms of emotion and there's different forms of everything. Like me telling, like me saying like, I love you, dude, is not the same way as me being like, Oh my God, I love you. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the same. It's not the, it like, little, it's, yeah, I mean, it's two, <laughs> it's two different things, right? It's two different things, but you can still feel the, you know, you still feel that. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, and you brought up a good point because, I, you know, I was telling I was telling my wife the other day that you know um, that uh, 
I've been, you know, I've been struggling a lot with the fact that I'm about to have a child or I'm about to have a kid. You know, my daughter's going to be here in a couple of days, but my brother isn't around. And I've touched on this before. Right. And I've been struggling mm-hmm. with that. And, you know, I was talking to her the other day about it. And I was like, you know, I may have I was like, you know, Matt may be gone, but I was like, you know, I kind of it was like I kind of look at you now like you as like an older brother. So it's like I kind of lost one, but gained one. And now that, you know, I've gained one, we, you know, I've got, you know, Brian and Matt and Adam and it's like, I may have lost one, but I've gained a handful. And to me, to me, that, that, to me, it means a lot. And I feel like that's, that's kind of, especially with somebody that you had such admiration and had, I mean, you looked up to him. He was your big brother. You wanted to be just like him. And, you know, somebody like that, honestly, it, you you'll never replace them, but to to have somebody kind of fill those roles in your life, you know, it's going to take multiple to to, for lack of a better word, replace somebody like that. Yeah, and you, you know, can't ever and, you can't really ever replace it either, and that's the hard. No, part. I just can't think I just can't think of a better word. I know I don't mean. like I know using that word, uh, especially when it when it comes to your brother. But but I know, know what you I, mean. I, I fill a role, a, a type of role that he filled, and yeah. so does Brian, and so does, you know, um, uh, Adam. And so, I mean, we all, we all fill, because those are, those are big shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I know. So, and you know. And I'm sure it can be, and you know, the other thing too is, I, sometimes I feel bad about that too, because it can be intimidating for other people and it's not a fair expectation for other people to have to fill that, to fill that role. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't expect anybody to fill that role. They do it if they want to, like, I'm not asking somebody to do it. Somebody steps in, somebody steps in, you know what I mean? And I feel like I have a good nucleus of people that I feel like that would, for instance, like if something were to ever happen to me, I feel like I would have a good nucleus of people that would step up in a heartbeat for, for like Taylor and my daughter. You know what I mean? Oh, like absolutely. I, that's, yeah, and that, that means, anything, right. Yeah. And that's, that means a lot to me. Cause I don't think a lot of people can, can say that, you know, they may have one True. person, maybe they have nobody. Right. But to, for me to be able to have, you know, a handful, of, a handful of people in my life that I know that would step up and, and, you know, a heart literally drop everything and step up. You know, that, that, mm-hmm. that to me is a lot. Cause then I know that my wife and my daughter are going to be taken care of. Oh, absolutely. And that's, and that, and that's because and it comes down to one simple fact and, and people I've met people in my life that overuse this kind of thing, but you know, your family you mm-hmm. know, period. And that's what it comes down to, you know, family. You, I mean, you and I talk quite a bit, um, but you know, family doesn't have to talk. Right. I mean, you know, we, we, we could have a rough week and honestly, yeah, like today we, while, while Taylor's napping and if I'm on and you're on Xbox, we may hop on together and we, we don't, we'll just BS and talk about nothing while we're playing. <laughs> just but, wreak havoc in NHL. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> but we'll just, <laughs> that was so much fun last night. Too. Fuck yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, um, but no, we'll but we'll have a good time, and we won't talk about anything serious. We won't talk about anything going on or something like that. We'll just have a good time, and we'll be there with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, and and that's you know, that's what it is. That's family. That's yeah. You know, as as cheesy as the the these Fast and Furious movies and stuff like that mm-hmm. are, the, in the beginning, you know, this is family. Yeah. And that's and none of them are related. And that's the no. whole thing. Like it's it's that's this is the family I choose. Yeah. 
Well, you know that old that old what's that old saying that uh, family isn't or family isn't necessary blood or how does that go? I forgot. Blood isn't always family or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Family, it's family doesn't necessarily mean blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think and, it's good. To, I think it's good to find um, non-blood family, honestly. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think you need that. You do. I mean, I mean, it, it's so homogenized when it, when it comes down to it, if you're in the same exact family and those, that is, that's your core, which some people have that and that's great, but you know, you get so many different views and so many yeah. different, you know, um, so you can have so many different types of conversations with the different types of people. <laughs> and that's, you know, and that's something that you and I really, we kind of excel at. I mean, I've always been a great, great people person. I have, you know, I've, I've, I am, I know a little bit about a lot of things, <laughs> so which makes it really easy for me to hold down a conversation with anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the whole thing is, is those select few, and, and those select few people throughout my life, and and you know those people, like I said, you know last last week is you know those people that were that I, they were my family for a period of time, and now you know they've been they've been kind of kind of done mm-hmm. um they were still my family and i still learned a lot from them and i still learned a lot of different you know different not i gained a lot of different knowledge from the different types of people that were in that group and now i've moved on to another family and honestly this uh, this family seems a little more solid but that's beside the point the point is is we have so many different types of people in this circle this is this is the family i've chosen and Family doesn't have to talk all the time. Family just has to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, I think it goes to say like, even like outside of family, I think it's, um, outside of family, I think it's really important to just enjoy life and really just like enjoy your hobbies and enjoy the people that you put around that stuff. Right. Like you have a work like you have your kind of quote work family, right? And you have oh sure um, your gaming family. You know, like streamers. Let's put there you go. Like streamers, like video game streamers. They have their community oh, yeah. that they build, and that's their family to them in the video game world, right? They connect oh, with absolutely. these people personally. They talk to them. I mean, these people send them like gifts off Amazon and stuff, right? Like they have become a, a giant community and they're a family. And then you have your family family, right? And then that's why I think it's really it's it's important to find support in a lot of things and aspects of what you do in life. And anybody out there rolling your eyes about these the the gamers the that stream that that um have that call these this community their family. Keep in mind, a few years ago, and I'm sure this ha- this has happened since, but I do remember a news article a few years ago about one of the streamers was having a heart attack or a stroke or something like that, and his viewers that that followed him on a regular basis called the cops and saved his life. So yes, yeah. these are these are people that genuinely care about each other. So oh, <laughs> do you want to do you want to say hi, Penny? Hi, Penny. Hi, Penny. <laughs> so uh, this is actually, uh, yeah, this is actually a good time. We're going to go ahead and take five. Um, my daughter decided she wanted to join in on the on the uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, oh, the yes. cat went behind the TV. Um, <laughs> but uh, So we're going to go ahead and take five. We'll be right back um, with uh, the rest of this episode of Men in Your Life, Unapologetically Human. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Men in Your Life, Unapologetically Human. Um, we just took a little fiver. I'm Brady. I'm Dan. And uh, there, this is the, the second half of Dan's send-off for a few Mom, weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did she say? Nothing. Did she say, look what mommy did? Oh, yeah, we're not playing with mom's makeup. No, no, no. no. That's, that, you're going to have streaks on the wall. Oh, yeah, well, she's already got chalk and crayon and, and marker and pen and all that stuff. Oh, here she is. She's She is joining joining the fray, as always. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the, any, anybody that, that, uh, that is just joining us for the first time on, a, on this episode, please feel free to go back and listen to our episodes. But yes, if you have not yet, the, uh, my daughter likes to, uh, likes to spend time with daddy and she likes to be a regular on these episodes now. And she has become a, a bit of a regular. We kind of missed her last week. Hi. she does adore dan um but she's you know she has which i I have a i have a bone to pick because when i was at your wedding she looked at me like i was chocolate liver that's because uh all of her grandparents were there and Mm. everybody is chopped liver in comparison to all of all of her grandparents yeah okay fair enough i can accept that but she, uh, but yeah, I mean, for those of you out there, you know, I she likes to spend time with her daddy, and her daddy works all week, and so when mommy needs a break, and mommy does need a break, um, any men out there that thinks their wives or girlfriends that they have a kid with don't need a break, you're lying. Um, <laughs> but she needs a break, and she'll go up to her her mom's house and do laundry since we don't have a laundry facility here um, in our apartment. And, um, she leaves my daughter with me and that's, you know, she likes to spend time with me and I have no problem with that. So anytime you, sometimes when Dan goes off on a really long tangent, it's because my mic's muted and, (laughs) and, uh, and, and I have to, you know, I have to do something, change diaper, get a bottle, whatever, you know, that the the fact of the matter is, is as we have said numerous times, we have lives and this is life. This is a podcast about life life and this is the furthest thing from pro- uh, professional production that there could ever be <laughs> yeah absolutely and we honestly don't have, yeah, we may you know, get we may get a little more professional here in the next year or two yeah but need, but in all honesty she will still be involved oh, i don't yeah. i don't care oh, yeah. i don't oh yeah that would be like uh you, you get the house and then we have like and i actually like clean the garage up and i have space to actually like do things but using my little uh, fucking table that belonged to my grandma and um, sitting in front of this and sitting in this terribly uncomfortable chair that was my mom's at a card table when she was like fucking 12 is okay for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we're starting out and, you know, we, we are still relatively young. I mean, not even relatively young. We're still really young in the podcast oh, yeah. scene and stuff like that. And, you know, and if, and we've always said, and, and, you know, any, any of our community out there that would like to uh, remember this, if we ever get to the point where we're, you know, we're, we're reaching a, a large number of people, subscribers and stuff like that. And, and you guys feel like we're getting, our heads are getting a little bigger than, than they need to be cut us down. Yes, please, please do. Please do. I mean, don't don't let us don't let us get to that point because we are still human. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can still happen, but you know, make sure you you call us out for our shit. Mm-hmm. That being said, 
uh, I think the second half, you know, we had a we had a great little discussion about real quick, you know, real quick, real quick no. before you start that, no. real quick, real no. quick, shut the fuck up, so real quick. <laughs> um, it, it, it just dawned on me because when you said that, um, I just a quick shout out. I don't know if any, if everybody saw, but we did hit over a thousand plays as a podcast, and oh, my wife, my awesome. wife, yeah, my wife made a really great graphic, and I was able to post it up on. Um, the social medias and stuff like that. So, um, you know, thank you for that. And, uh, you know, and thank you, you know, like all of you for tuning in and everything. And, you know, this has kind of gotten a little bit bigger than we ever thought it would have. So, yeah, I would, I honestly, when we started a, a thousand listens, I, I would have expected in like five to seven years. Yeah. I so mean, this really. is, we, you average like 40 fucking people listening to you, which I know doesn't sound like a lot to anybody else in that do like it's the podcasting for professional for us. That's, that make us, and this make, yeah, that make us sound amazing. Like we feel amazing for that. So, we all do. right. So we anyway, do. thank you. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. No. And thank I, And I, I would like to also echo that. Thank you to everybody that has helped us reach a thousand, a thousand listens. That is, that's amazing. Um, but you know we had a good little first half there. We 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 talked a little bit about the I'm fine and and you know the, the and family and and I think that's a great transition into into you taking a little time off for your family and um that being said man what I mean I gotta ask you know I know you're not you're not leaving forever and stuff but you're gonna be leaving for a handful of weeks what what are you gonna miss the most about about doing this with us? Um, <clears throat> damn, uh, one thing or just like in general. Just in general. I mean, if, you, general. if there's a specific thing, absolutely. But, you know, just in general, how are you, how are you feeling about this? Um, I'm not I'm not as nervous anymore as I was weeks ago about having a kid. I'm very excited. Right. I'm nervous about um, how how in the world we're going to. Uh, keep a child alive because <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not, you know, it's that part's nerve wracking, right? Like, oh my god, like I have to, I gotta keep me alive, they, and they are surprisingly resilient. Let me yeah, tell you. like I'm just like, holy shit, I gotta keep multiple people alive now. But um, no, but you know, doing when we started this whole thing, it was really a way I think for us to like to subconsciously vent about things that were going on in our life and to check in on our, on our own mental health. And it, it grew into something more and to the point where, um, you know, when you have a week's worth of stuff building up, you almost kind of look forward to it because you can tie it into conversations that generalize, I think for everybody. And it's not just talking about you and talking about me. It's talking about it in a way where uh, somebody else can relate to what's going on. You know, there's tons of people out there that deal with work stress, you know, and they have different fields or different line of work. And it's all, you know, it's something different, whether it's from, um, you know, working, you know, in quick service food to, uh, you know, being, I don't know, working on the corporate ladder for another company, like everybody's going to deal with something, but you're able to relate to that one way or another. And I think, um, doing this every week or, you know, we try to do it every week, but doing that and reaching out on like Facebook and we're doing the TikTok thing. I think being able just to relate to people and having other people look at us and being like, you know, uh, I think Cody said, or he was like, I think I, he, at the, at the time when I said whatever it was that he said, he was like, 
I felt like I was the only person that felt like that. And he like, it wasn't until I made that video, the one that went viral for him was that there were so many people that actually feel that way. And I feel like that's what's happening with this. So I'm going to miss the interaction. Like I'm going to miss talking to you guys. I'm going to listen, obviously. Um, I'm going to miss that. I'm oh, going to miss that to yourself. Oh yeah, I do. Yes, I do. I got to, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss the, the, the interaction like with you every week about this stuff. And I know we're going to talk, but it's it, sometimes it's not the same, like you getting face to face and having real conversation is really what this is all about. It's, you know, texting is great. Phone calls are great. But like when you can really just sit down and just hammer out a good conversation that just does so much for for your like for your fucking soul. It really does. And, you know, and, and I mean, it's going to be kind of the same without or, or it's going to be kind of the same on my end without you is, you know, I, I, I like bouncing these ideas off of you and I like talking to you. And, and and honestly, from a purely professional standpoint, you you and I, we bounce off of each other extremely well. We have a great rapport. We, we, yeah. we talk really well. Um, but. When it comes down to it, man, I'm, I didn't think I would say this, but I wish, I I, I wish I was closer because I want to, <laughs> you want to see the baby. Oh, I want to see the baby. Um, <laughs> and I have, and honestly, I know we're going to video chat and I know oh, we're yeah. going we're gonna to call and stuff like that. And, and, and what I said last week about, you know, I don't care if it's 2 AM and you have, you have an upset baby and you want to let your wife sleep. Um, call. Um, I'm, I am 100% here. You know, if, if, I mean, as far as parenting advice, there are better, more experienced people. <laughs> um, but, but no, honestly, it's, you know, and that's what this, this podcast has been about. It's not just about our main focus is to, to definitely have the hard conversations and definitely mm-hmm. bring the mental health and stuff like that to the forefront, especially men's mental health up to the forefront of, of, you know, of life really, because that's, that's what we, we all deal with every day. Um, but it's also, you know, this, this sense of community and the sense of family. And honestly, like, you know, your, your family to me, I love you. And I cannot wait to see that little baby. And, um, it's just, it's one of those things, but also I have to ask you one question because I mean, I'm never going to experience, you know, this after doing this, as long as we have doing this podcast and, you know, really talking about some, some pretty deep conversations, um, even, even in private, just privately, you know, between you and me, um, do you think that's helped your 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 uh, the way you feel about becoming a dad for the first time? Yes, um, I think it's helped with my approach to it because um, I know that I'm gonna have to take I'm gonna have to take more time for myself when I have it to make sure that I am checked in to everything. You know, and I think the other flip side of that, too, is I'm going to actually I'll be honest with you. The one thing that I'm actually nervous about about having a kid is not having a child or anything, which is also terrifying. But that's not the part that bothers me. It's um, that having this child will actually distract me from a lot of the other stuff that I've been like I go through or battle like mentally and stuff like that. I'll be so distracted from it that when I don't have that distraction anymore, 
what's going to happen on the back end. Does that make sense? It does. It absolutely does. Because, I mean, your main focus is going to be your wife and your child and yeah. less less about you. And even when you do focus on you, it's going to be more of the physical aspects. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to be exhausted. You're going to mm-hmm. be tired. You're going to be sore. Um, that kind of thing. Um, and and it does. And I would love to sit here and say, oh, no, you'll get used to it. It'll get easier. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we all know. Yeah, and we all know that like when you mentally you're at like you're like you're exhausted and you're tired and you know we all know that when you're at that level mentally that's usually when the battle becomes really difficult and really hard because you don't have mental like the mental willpower anymore to like keep fighting so you just kind of you know, you don't give up I'm not saying you're not giving up I just mean like you it hits a little bit harder at that time you know, but and, I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of hoping that I get so absolutely exhausted that I just sleep. I mean, you people talk about this all the time. People chuckle a little bit about it, but it's true. Get the sleep when you can, because especially yeah. early on, you're going to be sleeping for a couple hours at a time. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because, you know, as much as, as much as I would love to sit here and say, oh no, she, she's got to feed the baby. She can get up. No, you're, that's not the type of person you are. Just like it's not the type of person that I was, you know. Yeah, she she needed to get up to feed the baby. No, I mean we needed to get up to feed the baby. Yes, she has to do the the actual feeding, but at the same time, you want to show that you're there 100 percent of the time. Um, yeah, you know, real quick, you know, there's thinking about that. I think there's something to say about that too, where. Um, you know, everybody talks about like, oh, we'll just wait until, you know, you don't get any sleep or just wait, you know, all that, all that stuff. Right. And I think there's something to say where when somebody who like, like really battles, like, like, like battles with their mental health daily, or they hit rock bottom and pick themselves back up and they have a kid. I think there's something to say on on a positive side of that, where you basically put yourself through fucking hell battling your own self that kind of when you have this kid and you have to like deal with all that stuff with a newborn, I think part of it may not be as difficult as you, as it will be like to you, you know what I mean? Like, cause you have, you've kind of prepared yourself mentally for like the worst because you already battled through the worst. Now I'm not saying that parenting is going to be easy. It's not like, I already know that shit. Like that shit's going to be hard, but I think it kind of, that's, mentally, a, great ba- that's a great backtrack. And I think it kind of mentally prepares you a little bit for it because you know you know that it's going to be hard. You know that it's going to be hard, so it's not going to be like um, – I don't know what the word that I'm looking for is, but it, it's not going to be like – it's not going to – I don't know what the fucking word I'm looking for, but um, – It's not going to be as easy – it's going to be a little easy, easier to adapt to it because of the hell that you've gone maybe, through. Maybe, or like not, not as unsuspecting. Maybe that's what sure, I was kind of looking yeah. for, right? Right. Sure. I mean, I can see you, that. Yeah. you already put yourself through all that shit. Right. So, I mean, what's a little bit more going to do? Because at least this way, well, and, but at least at least at this point, you're actually doing yeah. this with something that you love. Right. Yeah. And, and that was kind of where I was going to go with that is, you know, it's a different level. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is I mean, and I've said this to you before and I will continue to say this and you will know it as soon as you lay eyes on that little girl is you have never loved anything or anybody as much as you love your own child. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. I don't care what type of person you are. <clears throat> Nothing 
brings that level, that depth of love that you feel with your own child, like your yeah. own child. I mean, it's yeah. there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I would lay, uh, as I said last week, I would lay down on train tracks just so she could never feel an ounce of pain, just so he could never feel an ounce of pain. And honestly, just so my wife could never feel an ounce of pain. But I'm telling you right now, there is, there's just, there's, it's just a whole different level. Right. And as far as, and as far as you say, you know, what you said, yeah, you know, the hell you put yourself through, you know, you were hitting rock bottom, crawling up and, and making yourself the man that you are today. That is absolutely 100% one of the hardest things that you've probably ever done in your life. Uh, this is harder. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. I mean, see take, this. It from, take it from a man that was an addict and homeless. This is harder, but at the same time. It's a different level because not only is it harder, you are willing to do more. Yes, and I was going to say that this this hard this hardship is going to be way more enjoyable than yes. the other hardship, right? I told somebody the other day. I said I am fully one hundred percent prepared to never get sleep again, and I cannot wait. And that's it. I mean, that's the attitude to have going into it. Yep. And and you know, and that's true because. You know, like I said, addict, homeless, all that wonderful shit. Um, and that was probably that was some of the hardest shit I've ever gone through. But I when when my daughter came around, it was harder in in, in the aspect that and I've told people this, um, as as a father, I can't fail at that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I I refuse. I I mean say say, you know, I have the willpower to not fail. But I can't fail. Yeah. It's I mean, she's standing right here next to me. This this smiling little girl right here is the reason that I wake up every morning. This the the I mean her brother, the reason I wake up every morning. Her her mother, the reason I lo- I wake up every morning. You know, we talked about it before we, we started, you know, started talking, uh started recording this episode. You know, I've I have you know, I, for whatever reason, there's there's some financial things that are that are really panning out for me lately, and we've been, you know, we've been able to do a few extra things here and there, and I and you know I'm getting a little extra on a personal level. Well, you know, I've I've taken care of you know my kids, and I take care of my wife and stuff like that. And my wife looked at me and she said, you know, you need to do you need to get yourself something. And I'm I'm like I mean I got I got some underwear and some undershirts. I'm good. I mean, and that's, you know, but that's, that's how we think. That's how we, we run our family and run our lives. And, but we cannot forget, and you're right. And this is the reason that I'm saying this is you're right. You need to remember to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. because if you are not, and you won't be a hundred percent, I promise. No matter how much, no matter how much you try, you will not be a hundred percent for a little while after, after your daughter is here, you will not be 100%. But if you can't refill, a little bit you can't recharge a little bit you can't take right. care of your your mentals a little bit you're you're going to be useless to your wife and to your, to your daughter and, and right there's nothing i could say more about parenting as far as advice goes than that right but even like you're right like you're, you're not going to be 100 percent. but even if it's 70 percent, you can at least be 100 percent of that 70 you know, you yes. can't be you can't be 20 percent of that 70 percent because then you're you're going to be lacking in, in things that need to be done or your focus is going to be gone or, you know, what I mean, like stuff like that. you're going to trip up 
So whether it's, you know, 70%, 80%, 50%, like you got to be a hundred percent at that, at that, like you got to be a hundred percent to 50. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like if you can only give 60%, then you need to give a hundred percent of that 60%. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's, and, and also I can, I, you know, the, the, that piece of advice, you know, I would probably st- stand behind more than anything. And another thing, don't be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That um, is don't, so. Just don't. Just I mean, it, you're gonna fall short, and yeah. you're gonna just like just like I brought up last week, the week mm-hmm. before, when mm-hmm. I when it was hard for me to to deal with my my daughter climbing all over me and wanting all the attention. And super stuff dad. like that, and trying to be super dad, it was hard for me to deal with at that point in time, and it made me feel like such a piece of shit. Honestly, once I got that out on on last week's episode, and you and I talked a little bit more about it and stuff like that, it was I felt better about it. Not because not not because it's okay, it's okay, but it is okay. It's it's fine. It's you know you're gonna fall short. It's yeah. gonna happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Just don't let it eat away at you to where, you know, your 70%, all of a sudden 20, you take 20% of that 70% away mm-hmm. because you spent all that energy feeling like a piece of shit. Yep. And it's, it's funny because that right there, like, don't be afraid to fail. You know, I hate that saying where failure is not an option, right? Like that saying you get all the time in the, like mm-hmm. the macho movies. Oh yeah. It's complete to me. It's complete total fucking horseshit. And Every like oh, this is I'm not even this is I'm not like bullshitting about this. This is a constant conversation that I had when I coaching wise. It was first day of practice every single time, new season, first day of practice. It's always gathered together. We have a conversation, and the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, "Do not be afraid to fail," because. Mm-hmm you have to be able to learn from your mistakes because that's how you get better as a person. So in like that situation, it's how you get better as a ball player. You have to be okay with the fact that you're going to fail. Like you're going to mess up, you know, guys don't become guys just by waking up out of bed, right? Like Deion Sanders didn't become one of the best D backs just waking up one day and putting his shoes on. Like he failed at certain things. Michael Jordan got cut in college. He got cut in high school. Right. You know, like uh, it's stuff like that. Like you have to be okay with the fact that you're going to fail at certain things. But, you know, people, you know, I hate failing and da 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 da. It's like, but you're only failing if you quit. That's it. You know, you only fail at it if you quit. So as long as you continue to try to like get better at what you're doing, you're not actually really failing. You're just, um, you're, you're setting up yourself for new maximums. You know, like when you work out, if you get a max, right. And some people, they lift till they fail a weight or they lift till they fail a rep. And that's how you start building your strength and how you can start adding more plates to the barbell you add you know you start adding weight to it is you do it till you fail so if you take 100 ground balls and you mess up all 100 ground balls if you're not quitting you can still get better because then the 100 ground balls turns into you miss 90 you miss 50 you miss 40 you miss 20 you miss 10 you miss five and you work on your craft so as you are a parent and you have these moments of um like you, like you talked about last week, you know, you were struggling where you were having that internal battle between being, you know, wanting to be super dad, but just couldn't do it right there. It's not failing, it's not quitting as a father. You just yep. need those moments to pick yourself back up and keep doing it and just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. 
Absolutely. And, you know, that, and that's, you know, what I say, you know, being a dad is being a father is not something I can fail. At. Yeah. And that's that's what that core that core belief is. I can't right. fail because I'll never quit. Right. Um, and, you know, there's going to be times where, you know, I I dread the day that my, my son, who anybody that listens knows is technically my stepson. Um, I dread the day that he looks at me and says, you're not my father. Mm. Um, and I also know that it'll probably happen at some point. Usually when I'm disciplining him. And teen rebellion. <laughs> Gotta love teen rebellion. Exactly. And you know, and I I I'll I dread the fact that, you know, my daughter looks at me and says, I hate you, Dad. She's not gonna mean it. And mm. but I'll probably I'll you know, teen rebellion. I'll probably go into my room and cry. But you know, it's just one of those things that you know it's but either way. I cannot fail that because is a, I will still be there. That is a thing that I have actually uh, overdone in my head is that scenario of when your daughter yeah, tells don't you. Don't think about it too much. Bro. Right. Like I'm trying not to because uh, one of my co my coworkers. not even here yet. Come on, man. I know. So my coworker, <laughs> my coworker is a single dad. Um, he's He's been doing a lot um, on his own and he he does a really good job of – being a dad and taking care of the things he needs to take care of for his daughter. Right. And his daughter is 12. Um, and they're starting to starting to clash a little bit because she's got her own stuff going on with, you know, mom and and dad. And now they're, you know, they're starting to clash him and her are starting to clash. Right. And he came, he told me the other day that he woke up to come to work and his daughter looked at him and basically told him that he, that she hated him. And that was, and it, it kind of like stung me a little bit because I told him, I said, that's actually one thing that I am like trying to like hype myself. I'm trying yeah. to like hype myself up about. So like when the day that it does finally happen, it doesn't sting as much, but I know it's complete total fucking bullshit. Yeah. So like we sat and talked about it for a little bit and he was just like, I couldn't even say anything. He was like, I literally just looked at her. He was like, I said, you know, he's like, I love you. I'm going to work. And then he just left. He just walked out. Right. He went, he came to work and he just sat down and you could see in his face that he was just, he was not okay. And I'm like, fuck my life. That's going to be me at yeah, 43. Yeah. And I not looking forward to that. I actually, I would actually prefer meeting the boyfriend for the first time than having to ever hear those words come out of somebody's mouth or my oh, daughter's of course mouth. No, I mean, my, my, I, I, I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I mean, I, I am enjoying these younger years that she is daddy's girl. She'll always be daddy's girl. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there, I know to an extent that there will be a time period where she and I butt heads. Um, I am, you know, I, I expect my, my wonderful and understanding wife to call me out on my, because I'm going to want to shelter. I am no doubt in my mind that I'm going to want to shelter her. I'm going to want to protect her from all the evils in the world. And I, you, you can't, unfortunately. Um, but she, you know, I fully expect my wife to call me out when I'm being overprotective. And, yeah. um, in mind too. And so, and so I fully expect that. And I fully expect her to, to remind me that, you know, she is daddy's girl. She'll always be daddy's girl. And, um, and that's okay. And dad is always going to be dad. And I don't give a damn. Cause I'm going to protect my daughter no matter <laughs> <Exactly>. what. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and actually, you know, it's funny. Cause I don't, have you, 
Have you been on TikTok lately at all? Because I know yeah. you, I know you look at a lot of men's mental health and mental oh, health yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. videos and stuff like that. You know, and I feel like, you know, I I don't know what to think about this, but I feel like there's some sort of daddy's girls that have you noticed that there are a lot of women out there on that, TikTok. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure TikTok was designed for them. We just kind of took yeah. it over with. No, no, shit. I mean there are a lot of no. What I mean is there are a lot of women out there that are kind of that. I feel like are really trying to normalize men's mental health as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that. And, and I mean, maybe it's because I have a daddy's girl myself. I feel like they're, they're <laughs> a lot of these people, a lot of these people may be slightly daddy's girls or they, I mean, and, and, you know, they also have some trauma in their life and stuff like that, that, that they've dealt with. But at the same time, you know, I've, I have found in, and actually there was this one, can't remember her. I'm terrible at usernames, but I can't remember her username right now but um she'll pop up every now and then um and you know doing men's mental health and you know especially the the who do you turn to when you're at your lowest yeah yeah i've seen that um and and you know she did one of those that was awesome and uh she (laughs) come to find out she's actually here in washington state no shit but uh yeah i didn't know this but i I reached out and i was like hey you know it'd be great i hope you don't mind but i I was like hey it'd be great to to have somebody that is so focused on men's mental health come on to the show to talk to us on on the female side because honestly we don't know shit about that we don't Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I haven't heard bad from her, which is fine. I don't really, I, I honestly, I don't really care. I'm just glad that she's putting this, this content out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and just to, just to get the cynical aspect out of there, you know, we, we both know there are people out there that put this shit out there just for clicks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, you know, and, and it's, you can it's tell. a lot like that. It's a, yeah, you can hundred percent tell. tell. Yeah. And, and, um, and honestly, like, it's a lot like that. You remember, you, you saw that message that you blocked. A couple of weeks ago that we got from from somebody on on our uh, Facebook messenger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm a single mom. Game. Help me, yeah, help me yeah, with, this, with money. Spam that kind of stuff. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't play yeah. that spam game. I, I, yeah, I, got I mean, block, I got a quick block trigger. <laughs> oh, exactly. exactly. So there are people out there, and, for, and the, those of the, I mean, for those people, I guarantee you they don't listen to this podcast. So I'm not even going to bother talking to them. But there are some people out there, and I've noticed that there are more and more. And maybe it's because of you know, like I said, men's mental health is what I I I see a lot on TikTok because that's kind of, that's what we do. And those are the hashtags that we put out there, or at least that I've put out there when I've I've submitted videos. Um, but there are a lot of women out there that are that are like you know this is this has got to stop. This is, you know, all you women out there with these ridiculous, you know, expectations when it comes to men. Oh, you know, he's he's got to be, you know, six makes six figures a year and six pack abs and stuff like that. It's all these unrealistic expectations that you guys have. You you put these 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 expectations in the forefront of your mind that you let good men like me. I'm overweight. I am. I'm overweight. I'm not the prettiest man in the world. I, you know, I'm a nerd. I've got got my issues and I've got these things that, you know, and and I'm a little self-conscious about it because I was kind of a bit of a pariah in my hometown and, and made fun of and picked on a a lot. And I didn't really have much, much of a social life growing up as a, as a child. And until I moved down to Washington and, um, 
it, it's it's one of those things. You let good men pass you by because he's got a bit of a belly. Or, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, I, I'm not allowed, I'm not able to grow that big glorious thing you have on your face. Yeah, it's that little, thing it's right a there. messed up right now. I need it. A, is a little, I need you, brush. Need to, you need to treat that thing, man. This. I, haven't, I didn't brush it this morning. Oh, okay. So it's a little. But, you know, I can't, wiry. I can't grow one of those big glorious beards that a lot of people that are like, in in fashion now uh but these big glorious spirits i can't i, I don't have the ability careful to. with that shit i was doing this before that all that shit became fashionable sure you were all right um all but right. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it migrated from the top of your head to your chin wow but um <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right i got a little whew, i need i need to get in touch with like rogaine or something oh no they got better shit out now oh, um <laughs> But no, like I can't grow something. But I mean, there are people out there that, you know, have and and women, I'm not saying not to have standards, but let's have some realistic standards. And these women, I believe, are out there kind of showing that, you know, there are different types of men out there, but all men have the issues, have issues as well. And I mean, I realize I kind of went off on a bit of a tangent there, but. You know, the, what it, to bring it back to what I was talking about, there are a lot of women out there that are putting out content that are saying, hey, women, this is not OK to treat your man like this, to treat mm-hmm. them like they, like they don't have feelings like they like your feeling like you matter more than anything else. There was another one that I saw the other day that was um, it was a couple basically arguing. It was just it was a video. I want to say it was from a TV show or something like that, that um, it was, you know. The woman's it just starts out obviously they're in the middle of a conversation, but it starts out where the woman says, I'm I I wanna I wanna help. And he was like, You're too late. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you needed me, I was there. You needed this, you needed that, you needed this, you needed that. I was there. The one time I needed you to be there, you weren't there. You couldn't make the time. Yep. Yeah. And you know, as as one. much as as much as it it pains me to say this. That is a lot of men's experience in this life. Yeah, I'm there for you 100% all the time, every day. You know, you call me at, at 12 o'clock because you're, I mean, and it's not even just in a romantic way. You call me because your boyfriend just broke up with you. I'm the person you call. Yeah. You, 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 you know, you lost your job or you, you, you know, whatever. I'm the person you call. Your car broke down. I'm the person you call. Yeah. I needed always- something. I needed you there for me at that point in time. And I made that call and you couldn't even answer. And I feel terrible because I've experienced that. And I feel like that is, and that is one of the reasons that men's mental health is not talked about nearly as much because a lot of men have that experience. Mm -hmm. Always, uh, always a phone call, never the answer. Yes. As they say, you know, no, you're a hundred percent right. Cause I think a lot of, um, I mean, you can see it even if you, you know, you go through social media and everybody gets, I don't know why everybody gives people shit about expressing your emotions on social media. I mean, I get it, but it's easy though, but it's easy for people to do because they can't just talk to somebody. So it's easier for them sometimes to just, you know, do that and then post it because, they can't talk to anybody or they don't have anybody to talk to. So it's their way of reaching out. And I don't know how many times um, I've seen a video about, you know, men's mental health and just scrolling through or just mental health in general and scrolling through the comments. And, and all you do is you see a handful of comments from men talking about how, you know, uh, they were with somebody for X amount of years and, 
you know, they opened up to try to talk to their other half about something and they didn't receive it and basically shut down and broke that man even more like you they beat that guy down even more than where he was at before you know and it's it's upsetting kind of because when you scroll through the comments you see that a lot where it's a lot of it is partner based you know where they're like you know i was struggling with i was struggling with mental health and i was trying to talk to my partner about it and they he didn't want to listen or she didn't want to listen about it and you know and they're like well now i don't have anybody because i've been with this person for 12 years and we have you know three kids and you know, divorce isn't an option, but they're like, I can't even turn to the one person that I want to turn to. Like that's, I luckily, I think we're lucky enough now, you know, to not have to feel that way, you know, at one point, we are extremely lucky in that aspect. And I think it, it goes to show that, um, not, not every, not every female is gonna, uh, pick the, um social norm over reality you know what i mean like the happiest people i the happiest women i know and and are are some of the (laughs) are some of the some of the women that have not married the social norm not married you know they they like there was this one woman that i went to high school with I mean, married a great guy, really great guy, but he's not big and tall and football player-ish like she dated back in high school or even yeah. after high school and stuff like that. And it's because, you know, you start – as you get older, I believe you do start looking more interior than exterior, or at least yeah. you should. Yeah, I mean, how many times do you ever hear, like, even probably even now or even before, like some of your friends will, like, look at somebody – and it might be like a celebrity, right? And they'd be like, oh, my God, if I had a chance at dating her, I'd be so happy. And I'm just like, but why? Like, do you understand how much bullshit you would deal with? Like, you wouldn't be happy. Like, why would it, nobody would be happy with that stuff? You know, no, but yeah. then but then there are times where you find like the average Joe, just the basic run of the mill guy fucking like lands himself like an Olympic snowboarder. And you're just like. Good for you, yeah. man. Like, good for you. I don't know what. And honestly, like, good, like, and that honestly, is awesome. Good, and honestly, good for the other person too. Yeah. Good for the snowboarder yeah. or whatever. You know, awesome. You didn't just go with class, like, yeah. like the class, the quote unquote class that you're in. You're you you actually looked at the core of a human being, and I and I truly believe that years have gone by where we've become so superficial, and a lot of that has to do with I know. I'm, I'm bringing it up again. A lot of this has to do with social, social media, media because that's all we have. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, look at what is it the 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 that dating thing that you swipe. I I never used it, but uh, you swipe yes or no basically, Tinder? left or right. I think is that Tinder? Tinder? Yeah, I think okay. that's what Matt, so, yeah. Matt was using. Oh God. Um, yeah. But no, so t- Tinder. Just, I'm assuming. Yeah, you're you're swiping based solely on somebody's looks. And like what, six words? Yeah, Yeah. and that is what we've become. Yeah, how many times do you see... Why do you think think the divorce rate in this country is 50%? Oh my God. Well, and that was just going to say, how many times do you see in those comment sections that um, I I didn't make enough, I didn't do enough, I didn't Mm -hmm. do this, I didn't do that. It wasn't, you know, listen... 
if we could make more money, we would make more fucking money. Yes. It's not that we can't, we don't, it's not, you know, it's not that we can't do it or, you know, or we don't want to do it. It's just the options aren't there at the moment, right? You know, we, everybody wants to make more money. You know, everybody wants to be a little bit fitter and everybody wants to be a little bit taller mm-hmm. and a little bit better at this and a little bit better at that. But, you know, when it comes to like personality stuff, you married that person damn well knowing what that person's personality is, right? Like you, I mean, I get it. Like people lie about stuff, but like, you know, if, if this person is really going to be compatible for you or not, because I think what happens is speaking of like divorce, I think what happens is I think you get this again, I'm going to say it, unfair expectation. And sometimes they think that they can change the other person into being who they want them to be. Right. But in reality, when reality hits and it's not what you thought it was going to be, and it's exactly what it is, then they want to run away. It's like, like, look at me, right? Like, look at me. My, my wife knew exactly what she was getting. Okay. Like I am, I am I'm not concerned into, for her eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, listen, I am not into like big fancy shit. All right. I am, I am into wanting to spend my time in the woods and going hiking in the, and camping in the winter time and cutting down trees by, by hand, like stuff like that. You know what? Like that, like if I, if I was single, I would probably be in a cabin somewhere in the middle of a mountain, just living life. Like I wouldn't care. Like that's, that's just who I am. And she knows that I know. Right. Big old mountain man. But like, that's what I mean though, is that like, she knew who I was and never once did she try to change who I was. Right. All she tried to do is just help me better myself. And there's a difference between trying to better somebody and changing somebody. Exactly. And you know, And that's, and that's definitely something. And there's also, I mean, you brought it up kind of uh, somewhat, you know, during that statement is, you know, there's a lot of, you know, this person, this, this person, that, that person, this, well, you know, everybody that has listened to this knows I am not a huge fan of my ex-wife. Let's just, let's just put it that way. Um, Yeah, I know. Um, I I am not her, I'm not her biggest fan. Um, Mm. I, 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 I hate her. I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not even ashamed to say it. I'm. I do hate her. But I think it's the, the first same, time you've ever said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. on the podcast, trust me, it's not the first time I've ever said it. But um, <laughs> but, but no, I hate her. But also at the same time, it took both of us to get to the point of divorce. It did. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I was a hundred percent innocent and she sure as hell wasn't a hundred percent innocent, but I feel like that's a, that's a big part of it too, is, you know, we don't, you know, we, we have a tendency to look at the other person's faults and say, we can change them rather than looking at the other person's faults and say, we can accept them. Mm. I mean, I have faults. I know I drive my wife nuts every oh, yeah. and and I know yeah. damn well you drive your, your wife nuts every now and then. I'm a professional at that. Exactly. And, and that's, you know, we are both accomplished at, at, at our respective but we, lives. But we do that out of fun and out of love. Yes. That is right? a true, I true mean, statement. I mean, me, I mean, you maybe. I don't know. I think I just do it to be annoying. I sometimes. think you do it to see where your boundaries <laughs> are, honestly. Like, no, I mean, um, I, do, I do it because I just, I like having fun and poking fun at my wife sometimes, you know, just seeing what I can do to agitate her sometimes. Sure. But, <laughs> but the whole thing is, is, you know, Truthfully, Dan, if you, you, you know, the man you were 10 years ago, and I'll say 20 for me, you look at your wife. Is that the person you, you thought you would end up with? 
No. Me neither. No, no, because honestly, during that time period, that's not the type of person that I thought I deserved to be with. Exactly. You know, and sometimes and you and I'm the same way. Yeah, and sometimes you you end up being in in a relationship or a situation uh, based on because it's what you think is deserving of you, right? Like some people hang out with shitty people because they feel like that's what they deserve in life because maybe growing up their life wasn't that great, you know? But that doesn't mean you're deserving of having to be around shitty people. Like you are always deserving of having the best, right? Then like, I don't know, man, like you brought it up. It was, you know, the person that uh, you were becoming, right? And it's always... Um, the person that you are, the person or the person that you were and the person that you are and the person that you desire to be. Right. So like my wife with my wife, I, it was, uh, seeing with being with her, it was seeing in me, the person that I actually desired to be not the person that I was or that I was at, at, at that moment. It's the person that I desired to be because I wanted to be the best that I could possibly be when I was with her. Well, and that's, you know, and that's really the, the, that's, I think that's really the telltale as far as, you know, a great partner, because that's what it is, regardless, a great partner. And that's what you want. Um, But it's a partnership. You want to see your other half, your, your, and we, we joke about, you know, she's your better half. Well, you're her better half, Mm. you know, and that's, and that's, well, it's true. Her life I mean, might be a little less stressful if I was not me all the time. <laughs> well, that's—I mean—that's an argument to be made, but I, I know that I know wow. you're joking, and wow. and she wouldn't have no, and I'm and so am I. I mean, she wouldn't have the smiles and the laughter oh, yeah. and the fun oh, yeah. and the then all that stuff in her life to the degree that she would without you. Yeah. Um, but that's, so, but I mean, and, and that's the big, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at is, you know, the, these go, going back to our original, and this is what we do, everybody, you know, we'll, we'll talk, <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on a topic and we'll be like, yeah, we're going to go this direction. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of what we were talking about as far as, you know, the, the men's mental health videos and men's mental health on social media and, and stuff like that. It's becoming more and more aware because I feel like people are recognizing it in their own lives mm-hmm. more and more and more. You know, there are people out there that, that struggle with mental health, uh, men, men, you know, especially, sorry, sorry, women, but um, I, I have no problem saying men, especially because, you know, we don't and haven't had the recognition as far as, you know, what we deal with on a daily basis that, that can really diminish our mental health. Um, it's just starting to get to that point. And let me just tell you something. I am very happy to see people of the opposite sex, women. Let's just, I mean, I am very happy to see women out there recognizing that, that men do have feelings, men do have emotions and they need to be nurtured as well. Um, uh, and that's, you know, there's, there's people out there that really, you know, and I love the ones that, I mean, I can't look away. It's like a train wreck. I cannot look away from these videos and these posts to say, okay, women listen up. Cause those are usually my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, really, listen, I know you said you're like, sorry, women, I am calling, you know, it is mad. Well, but I don't think there's anything to apologize about that because there is 
a reason why men lead the statistics when it comes to suicide and attempts. Like, there's something to be said about that. And we're not trying there to is. be dicks about it. It's just, it's a fucking problem. Like, it just, it's a, it's an issue that doesn't get talked about enough. And when you, you know, have, uh, people who will reach out and speak on mental health or men's mental health, it does a lot for the community and it does a lot for the issue at hand to try to normalize that sometimes, um, it really is hard growing up in certain situations, being a man. True. I mean, and, and that's, that's just a straight up fact. I mean, yeah. And women, let me tell you, let me put it this way to you, women, uh, you know, if, if you're one of those women kind of rolling their eyes a little bit saying, you know, when, you know, men don't have to deal with as much, you know, why don't you do me a favor uh, for 30 days, every day, ask your husband genuinely how their day was mm-hmm. and have a conversation, have a 10 minute conversation every day and see how much better your relationship is with them. I don't care if they're like your best friend. I don't care if they're your brother. I don't care if they're your father. I don't care if they're your significant other. Have that conversation with them for 30 days, every day, every day. And not only that, don't compare with what we're going through to what you were going through during the day, because it is completely different, right? In in a way that, well, maybe it's not really all that different, but it's just, it's different. different. It's different on the way that it's being received. Yes. Because of certain expectations. Right. And I guarantee you, though, that if you do that, then you will see a change in the the men that are in your life. Like you will see that change and you're going to see them open up a little more. You're going to see them talk about things a little bit more. And then you're actually going to see change in their habits. You're going to see change in things that they do daily. Like and it's not just because you're at, like, you know, you you are asking them, Hey, how's your day going? It's because they also feel like, Hey, like you care about what I have to say. And it feels good to be able to get the stuff off my chest. And now that I'm removing some of this stuff off my mind, I am now filling some of that stuff with positive shit that's going on in our lives. And I'm now able to focus on other things. You know, I read this thing the other day. I know we we need to wrap up here in a couple of minutes, but I read this thing the other day that one of the uh, leading causes of memory loss is depression. I mean, I, you know, I've heard that and I've heard that recently. Maybe that was something that, that was, that's been kind of focused on recently, but I may have brought I have it up heard before. And it, makes have, sense. I mean, and it makes sense because I was, I was sitting there thinking about it and I was like, you know, and I always joke about how, like, I used to remember like how to do all this stuff. Like I used to, like, I played guitar for a long time and I used to remember how to do all this. And I, I probably couldn't, I can't do it now. Like I forgot how to like do like tabs and read notes and, you know, certain things. And there were stuff that like, um, like I used to be, believe it or not, like in high school and even in college, I used to be really good at writing, like just writing stuff out, right. Like doing like, you know, story projects, whatever the hell it was. Um, and then over time, I've realized that, like, I'm at the point now where, like, I struggle to just sometimes just form proper sentences because or, you know, I'm forgetting things that I normally remember or I'm being like I'm spaced in my mind. And um, I started to think about that when I saw that stat. And I'm like, it makes sense because your brain is being filled so much with all of that shit that you're dealing with internally you know, depression and anxiety, PTSD, you know, grief, trauma, all that stuff. You're dealing with all that stuff that it doesn't have room 
to accept anything else that's coming into you, right? So it's like mm-hmm. women get mad at men for forgetting their birthdays and stuff like that, right? Sometimes it's not necessary that they forget because they didn't know. It may just be trying to like stuff is trying to get in there, but it can't because it's got blocked. It's blocked by so much other shit. And we just, sure. you know, we need to get that shit out. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and like you said, you know, you, you would be amazed at, uh, or you, you will notice a change. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I, I feel like you hit the nail on the head as far as that goes, because you're showing somebody who's not, you know, and, and honestly, it'll take, it'll take, you know, a solid few days mm-hmm. for them to realize that you're actually asking how their day was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to actually realize that somebody actually gives a shit. And especially the older you get, the older, older the person is, say you do this, you try this with your dad. Think about how many years they've gone without somebody really caring and really wanting to know what's going on in their life. It's going to take a little longer for them to actually realize, Oh shit. No, they actually want to know how everything's going. Yeah. Um, You might get it. You might get a better husband and a better son and a better friend and a better dad when you do that stuff, right? Absolutely. But let's let's also let's also flip it. Um, as men, we need to get better at doing shit like that too for our wives. Because oh yeah, and being going, present when they yes. tell us how their day yes. is. Yes. yes, yes. And and I'll be the first to admit the last, as I said at the top of the the episode, you know, I've had a stressful couple of weeks. And I'll be the first to admit there's been a few days in the last couple of weeks where I've, I probably haven't, I, not even probably, I'll tell you, I haven't been as present as I should be when she, when, when my wife has been talking to me mm-hmm. and, you know, she, and you can tell the, you can see the frustration in her, in, in her, in her face and, and hear the frustration in, in her voice. And, you know, it's, it, it hurts when, when you realize it, but at the same time, you know, it, you realize it. Yeah. So honestly, you know, I, I hey, look, you know, and maybe I'll put a video together and make this make this an official like dude like, because you haven't done anything in months. I haven't I haven't done anything. I'm in calling months. your maybe ass I'll out. Make now. This, I'll I'll make this an official you know official TikTok challenge. You know, take 30 days and and, yeah. and you know yeah. the 30 day ask, that would be great. How's your day? 30 day how's your day challenge? You know, yeah, it's it's it. one of those. And you know, quick shout out though to those wives that or like significant others in general when they realize that. We just need a moment. Like mm-hmm. we just need a break. You know, there are a lot of times and my wife is a, is she is fantastic when it does this and she'll know before I even know a lot of times that, you know, I'll be coming home and I'll be like, like, do you need me to pick something up? Like, what do you need me to do when I get home? Is there something that you would like me for me to do? And there's times where like, she'll know that I just need a moment. Like I need time and she'll go, I don't, she's like, here's what I need you to do. And I'm like, okay. And I'm expecting like things like I'm already expecting like projects and stuff to do. And she'll go, I need you to come home. I need you to take a shower, put on some comfy clothes and just relax on the couch, go play Xbox, go do something and just relax, you know? And like that does so much for us. I don't think you, I don't think people understand. Like I don't, that does so much because you, you are like left alone for a few, like for a little while, like even for a few hours but you're having that time to yourself and it goes a real long way and you may struggle with trying to get time on your own. But also I think there's something to be said where don't really necessarily force the issue unless you have to like, let them, 
understand that you need time, but they'll figure it out. Like, especially if you, if we do this, you know, check on your better half type of thing, you know, they'll know when you need time, like they're going to learn your cues and just be grateful when you get those moments, you know? Absolutely. And you know what, I'll put together a video and I'll, I'll post it up tomorrow, but well, I guess the day, the same day when we post this, but um, so I, uh, I bef- right before we wrap up, I just want to take a moment and say, Dan, good luck. Mm, if you need anything, you. man, um, need anything at all, you, you, you know, you can call me. You've got, and you've also got a, you've got a great little circle of, of, of guys over there and, and you've got great parents and, you know, you got a lot of great people that are, that are going to be there for you. Don't be afraid to reach out. Um, I, I think I can speak on behalf of our entire community that's saying that we're going to miss you. Uh, they're going to get real tired of hearing my voice. So, <laughs> no, um, never. Uh, but, never. But, um, but you know, we, we are all so excited and so happy for you, man. We, we really are. It's, it, it's it. a wonderful thing. And it's a, it's a great feeling to, to see, to, to really, well, I guess everybody hear the, the excitement in your voice. And, and, you know, of course, I, I can't wait to. I can't wait to see the, see the little one, man. Um, that being said, I, I think we're going to wrap it up for this episode. Dan, um, why don't you take a minute and, and, and you know, give, give, us a, give us a decent send-off to, for your, your last episode for a few weeks. Um, damn, putting me on the spot. Well, thank, like, thank yeah. you for, thank you for all that. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I, I may, I am going to miss recording because this podcast is a lot for me and, you know, I, uh, I'm just really grateful. Um, I'm really grateful for a lot of the people that are in my life and, um, you know, I'm really grateful for my wife and I'm grateful for my family and I'm grateful for my friends. And, um, you know, my wife and I are very aware that there are a lot of people that, um, struggle with trying to start a family. And, um, we, we've been there, um, you know, we struggled for over a year and, uh, we even had failed, um, procedures when we did fertility clinic. And there was a moment there where, uh, it didn't really look like it would ever happen. And, you know, and it did. And, you know, we've lived, um, the last nine months waiting for the other shoe to drop and it hasn't dropped. And you know what, I'm, I stopped thinking that way for a lot, for a while now about this. And, um, you know, we're, we're both so grateful for everybody. We're both so grateful for the support that we get, the love that we get. And, um, you know, we're, I'm speaking for her, but you know, I know we're, we're excited. Like we're, we cannot wait. And, um, you know, maybe one day I'll go back and show Madison all this stuff and, Oh shit. Whoops. Well, well, surprise. Her name's going to be Madison. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, maybe one day I'll go back and I'll be able to show her all this stuff and, you know, and she'll be able to hear and see the support that, you know, her parents got through this whole thing and, um, how much her father racked his brain over every freaking day before she got here. And, um, I just, I'm excited. Um, I think that can, I think, <laughs> I think that can be, that can be, you know, heard and see, I'm, I'm thrilled and I cannot wait. And, um, I'm, I'm ready. 
I am ready to never get sleep ever again. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, and that that was beautiful, man. And um, and you know, we're we're gonna miss you around here. And so, look, man, listen, I you know, I love you, dude. I love your family. Um, you guys have been great to us uh, since day one. And um, you know, one day, one day we'll do a uh, origin story of Dan and Brady, but it won't be now. But uh, no. <laughs> you know, but you guys have been, you guys have been fantastic to us. You know, Taylor and I, you know, like we love you guys. Um, obviously, you know, if you ever need anything, you can always call us. We'll always be there for you. We'll fly of out course. for, uh, we'll fly out for a twelve for twelve hours for your wedding and turn around and yeah. go home. So <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't say I, I have many friends like that. Thank you so much. And yeah. Um, so j- just because this is going to be your, your last one for a little bit, Penny, come here. Yes. This has been another episode of Men in Your Life, Unapologetically Human. I'm Brady. I'm Penny. And I'm Dan. Yes, we got her to do it. <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining us again, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. And Dan, you say best. Man sharpens man, iron sharpens iron. And like you said, it is okay to not be okay. God bless everybody.